The Dallas Mavericks. This is what I've always wanted. I've always wanted a Kyrie and Luka Doncic backcourt. I think that would be very dope and very interesting thing to do. Because that'd be must-see TV. I'd love it. And Luka doesn't have to dribble so fucking much. Doesn't have to exert himself on the offensive end. Right? So, Kyrie Irving to the Dallas Mavericks for Spencer Dinwiddie, Dorian Finney-Smith, and three first-round picks. And I feel like this deal right here, obviously you put a starting lineup of Irving, Doncic, uh, Reggie Bullock, Christian Wood, and JaVale McGee. This would possibly move um, I mean, I, I mean, losing Finney Smith, I understand that's a three and D guy that you're losing, but you got to pay to play in this league. And three first round picks sounds excessive for Kyrie, who is controversial, who suffers from injury sometimes. So I can completely understand why the Mavericks probably wouldn't take this deal, but I think they should take it if they want to take that next step. To being a championship contender, why not bring a champion to your team like Kyrie? Yeah. Don't erase none of that good shit at the beginning. Yeah. Get drinks on you. Get stank on you. Yeah. Yeah. Pinky ring shit. Yeah. That pinky ring shit. Yeah. Is that pinky ring shit? The legend of Mastiff. Shit out the speakers with my guns get Jurassic. Super bad. Who am I? Dolomite classic. The band is back. Hands on Angela Bassett. I hand through my plastic. Gonna play a bastard. No coke. Dope mixed down with acid on record. Broken down and crafted in seconds. Ladies' choice. The Golden Boy still peppin'. Better respected. Bitch, believe. I pull rabbits out the hat. Tricks up my sleeves. I ain't out the showroom. The shit can breathe. Fix your weed. You know my expertise. Jackpot! 
Motherfucking boy, King Known Uncensored. Hey, yo, man, sh- this for y'all Lakers fans, man. Put your hands up, Lakers fans. Put your motherfucking hands up. Eleven. Yeah. <laughs> Here go the part, y'all. Sing it with me, yo. Kyrie should have left your ass a thousand times. Yeah, y'all not go cry. <laughs> Cut that shit, man. <laughs> I know y'all mad, man. I know y'all mad. Y'all knew I was coming with it. Y'all knew I was going to talk some shit. Oh, yeah, this is a better shit to start off with anyway. <laughs> This is Keenone Uncensored, baby. Kyrie traded to the Mavericks after I made Am I your bro- My Brother's Keeper. The news comes out. And I told y'all, they should start calling me King Known the Prophet, Dr. Umar King Known, Pastor King Known McClurkin. I should be a motherfucking fortune teller because I just predicted the future in November, didn't I? And I had said that Dallas should take it. Any chance that they could get Kyrie Irving and Luka Doncic together. But the trade happened exactly how the fuck I predicted it. And I told y'all, Fakers fans, I told y'all, I told y'all, y'all was not going to get Kyrie Irving. Y'all tried to convince me every which way but loose that y'all was going to get Kyrie Irving. And I told y'all, what did I tell y'all? What did I tell y'all? The Lakers do not have the assets to acquire a player as talented as Kyrie Irving unless you are willing to give up Anthony Davis in that deal. And I bet you that's what was really discussed. But it didn't happen that way. And I'm glad it didn't because the Lakers don't deserve Kyrie Irving. They deserve to suffer because they continuously make dumb decisions. And people who make dumb decisions don't deserve to be rewarded. And I'm not speaking on Braun. I'm speaking to the Lakers as a franchise. They've been doing shit piss poor since the late great Kobe Bryant was alive and on the team. They've been on bullshit. And after today, I truly believe that Rob Palenka should be fired. He is the worst GM in the league. I'm convinced. Him and Sean Marks. But however, Sean Marks may have redeemed himself today. He may have redeemed himself. Let's look at the particulars of the deal. 
The Brooklyn Nets trade Kyrie Irving and Markeith Morris. Mm, I didn't know the Mavs got him. Hold on. This is the new this is new shit to be. Hold on now. Kyrie Irving. Okay, the Brooklyn Nets trade Kyrie Irving and Markeith Morris to the Brooklyn Nets for Spencer Dinwiddie, Dorian Finney-Smith, a 2029 first-round pick, and two second-rounders. See, Lakers? That's how you do a deal. Now, that's how you do a deal. You don't mortgage away your whole entire future for a player that's injury-prone. This is the type of deal. Now, I did say in my previous video that three uh, first-round picks are excessive. And the Mavericks did the deal the way it was supposed to. That was good GM work by both people. I mean, the obvious winners of the deal is the Mavericks. I mean, you get Marquise Morris, who's a decent rotational player. And then you get Kyrie Irving, who is a superstar, who's a top 15 player in the league. Who's an all-star starter. Who is like... Listen... Kyrie Irving takes a whole lot of pressure off of Luka Doncic because Luka Doncic does everything for his team. He doesn't have enough. Well, he's had other guys to play off of, but none of them were better than Kyrie Irving. This is the best player that Luka Doncic has played with in their prime still. And I'm sure Kyrie is excited for the opportunity and is excited that he has a team that actually wants him. The Nets never wanted Kyrie Irving. The, the Nets were stuck with Kyrie Irving. And this was the year that they were finally going to get rid of Kyrie Irving. And they got to do it before the trade deadline. All moments led to this. And this is a dream backcourt. And as I said, the lineup is probably going to be Doncic, um... Doncic, Irving, Tim Hardaway Jr. Um, maybe Christian Wood moves to power forward. And JaVale McGee finally starts. Jason Kidd. Or it could be Reggie Bullock playing the four. You know how Jason Kidd is with those small lineups or whatever, right? Or Bullet could start in place of um, Finney Smith. I don't fucking know what they're going to do down there. What I do know is Kyrie Irving and Luka Doncic will be must-see TV. That first game with them, I don't give a fuck what time it starts. I'm there. Must-see motherfucking TV. I truly believe with this acquiring of Irving and Morris, I would say that the Dallas Mavericks could go as deep as the Western Conference Finals. I'm not saying that they're a championship team. I still think they need a couple more players before I can crown them as a championship contender. Even though they are, they are a championship contender with a killer backcourt. The only problem is defense. 
who's going to play defense for this team? You traded the only defensive player for real on that roster to Brooklyn. Now, we got to look at Brooklyn's side of things. They get Spencer Dinwiddie back, who has all-star potential, who is balling. And when he gets there, he going to ball out in Brooklyn once again. He knows the system. He knows the well. He knows Jock Vaughn because he was an assistant coach when he was on the team. He knows Kevin Durant, and he'll be ready to go. I mean, Benny Smith. That was a really good pickup for them, and they get a, a 2029 first round pick. Good. They get a multiple second round picks. Good. I think both teams won the deal here. I think this is a fair deal. I don't think one team is bigger than the other in this. Obviously, you know Dallas got a superstar. The Nets got decent role players to surround Kevin Durant with. So, I mean, the Nets lineup is going to be what? Dinwiddie, Curry, Durant, Royce O'Neal, and Nick Claxton. Or should I say Ben Simmons? My bad. I forgot he was even there because he's so fucking sorry. Still a decent lineup. Hey, if Kevin Durant gets back in time, I truly believe that the Nets can get out of maybe the first round. But I just think that teams like Milwaukee, Boston, and Cleveland are going to be too much for them. Because you kind of need that Kyrie factor. You kind of need that. And they're going to miss that. Because Kyrie's a guy that can put up 30 with no problem with his hands tied behind his back. Dinwiddie is good. He can give you 20, but not 30 every night. If he ends up doing that, then he proved me wrong. But I think the Nets did well with this deal. cleaned up as well as the Mavericks did. And I love to see Kyrie and Luka together. Now, there were other teams that were interested in Kyrie Irving that didn't get the job done. Now, I'm not sure as to what went wrong with the Phoenix Suns. But the Clippers were really close. They had structured a deal that was um, the other Morris twin, which is ironic, right? It was Mark, uh, Marcus Morris, John Wall, and multiple first-round picks for Kyrie Irving. And the Mavericks said no. And then Dallas came through in the 25th hour with that deal, and they accepted it. The Los Angeles Lakers, we don't even know they're awful. We know their offer was trash. What are you going to mortgage? Westbrook? Shit. The, the Nets don't want fucking Westbrook and Durant together. Another guy that's inconsistent with his jump shot and free throws? Nah, you already got that with Ben Simmons. I mean, I love Westbrook, but no, they didn't want him. They don't want Patrick Beverly. They don't want Lonnie Walker to fourth. They don't want none of these second and third rate niggas. They want AD. And the Lakers probably didn't want to come up off AD, which is ridiculous because as far as I'm concerned, 
the Los Angeles Lakers should definitely find trades for LeBron, AD, and Russell Westbrook. They should really rebuild. They should give up hope. They're not going to win a championship. They're not going to make the playoffs. You don't have first-round picks. It's about that time to, like, mortgage LeBron like you're playing Monopoly, man. Just mortgage them motherfuckers. Flip them cards over. Trade them old-ass niggas. And I'm including AD and old-ass niggas because he gets hurt like an old-ass nigga. But I want to say this to the Los Angeles Lakers. Ha ha! Y'all thought y'all was going to get Kyrie Irving because LeBron James put an emoji and a king uh, emoji? Nah, homie. This is a business. And the Los Angeles Lakers organization does not know how to handle business. They are the worst organization in the NBA. Hands down. Which leads me to my next thoughts. Kyrie Irving and James Harden played Kevin Durant. They played that man for a fool. They played him. They played him for a fool. Ridiculous. Because, you know what I'm saying? The next organization, they were never going to stay. Damn, Kyrie and, and, and James, you left the homie on stuff. Why you leave the homie on stuff? He in there with his ass in a sling. <laughs> they left Kevin Durant on stuff, man. God damn. They played Kevin Durant, man, trying to act like they was down and tried to stay there like they was going to stay there four years and win championships. Uh-uh-uh. leads me to my next question. Should the Golden State Warriors pursue Kevin Durant again? Because the the organization, you know, the players want somebody that can help them win the title right now. And Kevin Durant is that guy to do that. They want the young niggas sacrificed. But I believe that Brooklyn is just going to make an ignorant offer. And I don't think Golden State going to accept it as desperate times as it is. But me personally, I don't see why they shouldn't. And they, I don't see why they should not give it a try. But um, why not? I mean, the Phoenix Suns are interest, interested in Kevin Durant. They are. They've always been interested in Durant. And a combination of CP3, Devin Booker, and Kevin Durant would be great. That would be the player that the Suns would need to get back into the championship contention conversation. And they're just one player away. However, I don't think they got enough to give up for Kevin Durant. I think Brooklyn's going to keep him more than likely. Stephen Curry is expected to miss multiple weeks with a left leg injury that was diagnosed as, let me see, 
Let me get the proper terminology out. Okay, it says out indefinitely with a partial ligament and membrane tears and leg. Yeah, he's expected to miss two to three weeks. Another question for y'all. Should the Warriors just say fuck it and tank? Or they should let the pool party loose? I'm leaning more towards of letting Jordan pool loose and let him play Stephen Curry's role while Curry recovers from the injury. Because he can do all the things that Stephen Curry does with the cuts to the basket, with the hidden open shots, the taking players off of the dribble. Curry's just better at defense. But I don't think the Warriors are done. I think they'll be able to go 500 in Stephen Curry's absence. But the problem is they're 500 right now. And the West is very tight. But I do believe that they can get out of the playing game. Oh boy, the Grammys are in. Well, not all of them. Um, let me let me take a, a look at the update for the Grammys real quick to see if everything is all through there. Uh, the album of the year and the record of the year have not been announced. Song of the year has not been announced. So we're not going to get to that. Best new artist hasn't even been announced. But we can fuck with our categories. You know what I mean by all our categories. Even though Beyonce won Break My Soul, Best Dance Electronic Recording. Shout out to Dream. He won Writer of the Year this year. All right, so best R&B performance, rubs hands like Birdman, was Virgo's Groove, Beyonce, Here With Me, Mary J. Blige featuring Anderson Pack, Hours and Hours, Mooney Long, Over Lucky Day, and um, Hurt Me So Good, Jasmine Sullivan, and Hours and Hours was the winner. Hmm, good choice, great choice. They got that one right. Best traditional R&B performance, Do For Love, Snow Allegra, Keeps on falling, baby facing LMA. Um, plastic off the sofa, Beyonce, Round Midnight, Adam Blackstone featuring Jasmine Sullivan, Good Morning Gorgeous, Mary J. Blige, and the winner was Plastic Off the Sofa, Beyonce. I'm not mad at this one, even though Mary J. Blige should have won. That's just me. Best RB song. Cuff it, Beyonce, Good Morning Gorgeous, Mary J. Blige, Hours and Hours, Mooney Long, Hurt Me So Good, Jasmine Sullivan, Please Don't Walk Away, PJ Morgan, and Cuff It One. I mean, duh. That's not surprising at all, even though I think Hours and Hours should have won that category. Best R&B Album, Good Morning Gorgeous, Mary J. Blige, Breezy, Deluxe, Chris Brown, Black Radio 3, Robert Glasper, Candy Drip, Lucky Day, Watch the Sun, PJ Morgan, and Robert Glasper 
one over them. Black Radio 3. I'm going to have to take a look at that album. I'm going to have to take a look because I never heard it. You know, Robert Glasper's name don't rain in, rain, ring in the streets, but the streets say it does. So I'm going to have to take a look at that album because I don't have an opinion on it. Best rap performance. God did DJ Khaled feature Rick Ross, Lil Wayne, Jay-Z, John Legend, Friday, Vegas, Doja Cat, Pushing P, Gunna uh, Russell, featuring Future and Young Thug, and Fuck Nigga Free, Let's Go, Hit Kid and Gorilla, and The Heart Part 5, Kendrick Lamar, and the winner was The Heart Part 5, Kendrick. Nothing more to really say on that. I've got nothing for you, man. I've got nothing. <laughs> I'm going to leave that alone. Because I feel like that was a good choice. Best melodic rap performance. Beautiful DJ Khaled featuring Future and SZA. Wait for You featuring Future featuring Drake and Thames. First Class Jack Harlow. Die Hard featuring Kendrick Lamar featuring Blast and Amanda Reaper and Big Energy Lotto. And the winner was Future. <laughs> Even though I hate the song, I hate that song, I'm happy for Future and Thames for winning a Grammy. I'm happy for them too. Drake, best rap song. Uh, <laughs> Churchill Downs, Jack Harlow featuring Drake. God did. Uh, DJ Khaled featuring Rick Ross, Lil Wayne, Jay-Z, John Legend, and Friday. Kendrick Lamar, The Heart Part 5. Uh, Pushing P, Gunna, Future, featuring Young Thug, Wait For You, Future, featuring Drake and Tim's The Heart Part 5, One Again. Not mad at that. Best Rap Album, uh, God Did, DJ Khaled. I don't know how that album was trash. I Never Liked You, Future. I'm happy that Future got the nomination. I'm happy about that, man. Good shit, Future. Come Home, The Kids Miss You, Jack Harlow. Um, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers, Kendrick Lamar, it's almost dry pushing T, and I think that, and the winner was Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers, I mean, yeah, that was the best album last year, hands down, but I want to thank y'all for fucking with a nigga, listening to the podcast, you know, and I hate that I had to come back so fast, that leaves me with so much promotional work. But um, this is Keen Known Uncensored. Kyrie Irving traded to the Mavericks, and I'm gone.